Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. In this episode featuring special guest Miles Porter, we answer a few questions asked by our listeners, dive into the meaning behind a philosophical quote, and then we get into our main topic, injuries, and how to best recover from them to get you back to peak performance as soon as possible, as well as the mindset that goes into a speedy recovery. With all that said, let's get in the show. Men and women of the Legion, welcome to Legion Lifestyle. Together, we can grow the Legion. Together, we can change the world. Together, we can unlock our true potential. Now, how do we do that? By sharing the show, by spreading the word about our mission to leave the world better than we found it, by inspiring you to live the Legion lifestyle. That is the way of the Legion. Welcome to Legion Lifestyle. I'm your host, Dean. Joining me today, as usual, is Megan. Hi. And we have a very special... Uh, handicapped, I mean, a really special man that I am friends with. He's been on before. Miles? How's it going? How you doing? Well, not too bad. I didn't know I was handicapped, but I mean, I just, okay, I'm somewhat handicapped, let's be real. <laughs> you went to the same high school. I, I know, We're both that's handicapped. handicap right there. You're right. So, to start this one off, I want to let everybody know that if you would like your questions answered, you can go ahead and hit us up on our email at legionnaireathletics at gmail.com. Or if you go to the episode in Spotify and you scroll down, there is a Q&A section so you can ask your questions and we will answer them on the next upcoming episode of Legion Lifestyle. So first uh, question that I'm going to direct over to you, Miles, is uh, at what point will you ever step away from strongman or uh, and do more kind of conventional lifting or even maybe just like step back from the heavy lifting? Well, to answer that question, I don't really know, to be honest, because it I've done both. I can switch in between both sometimes, but when I'm in, I get like kind of like a mood to where I want to compete. Like I need to have that motive to drive me, which I just love competing in strongman. But I think after I reach my goal, which my goal keeps changing every single day, but my main goal is I want to make it to the Arnold and I want to compete and place at the Arnold. After that, I'll probably go bigger and probably go to world strong, try to go to world strongest man. But if that, if anything would happen in between that, then I would just probably just go to conventional lifting and actually try to become a trainer instead of just doing, just keep competing. But it all depends. I don't even know, to be honest. I can't really, I don't know how to answer that question really because I don't know when I step back, to be yeah. honest. Go until so, you can't go no more. That's exactly. Fair enough. Like, look at Ronnie Coleman. The guy still wants to go. Like, and he's on crutches now yeah. with like four slit discs or. Well, Whatever, but oh, he still gets after it. He too. still gets after it. That guy can bench and everything. He still has giant arms. Yeah, like yeah. That, like that guy is just that guy is king in bodybuilding. I don't care what anybody says. Well, I feel like once you get that to level two, and I mean, I don't know. Once you do this long enough, it is a lifestyle. Aren't you yeah. like you're just going to do it till you drop, till you die. Completely. Because I'm kind of the same way. I don't ever plan to stop until I physically can't can't anymore. Exactly. All right, and if uh, if you weren't able to hit a muscle group for the rest of your life, which would it be? Like legs, arms, back, or chest? If you could only, if you weren't able to hit one for the rest of your life. Ooh. Hell with it. I'm going to go with it. I'm, I'm going to say chest. I'm going to yeah. go with that. Yeah. If you can never work chest again, you want it? Yeah. Because the thing is, is that if I, as long as I can still do shoulders and arms and all that, legs, because chest, chest is mostly, yeah, you have good strength through your chest and everything. But the only thing that is, it's really good for is just looks pretty much because you're a lot of people have big chests, you know, just like for flexing and all that. But what's it real? It does play a decent amount. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, your shoulders work more. 
truly think. But I would say chest completely. I think I would agree with that. Because, like, even, like, as a female, most of my chest is covered with booby. But <laughs> so you can't even really see, like, a good pectoral, at least, you know, not yet. But I don't want to give up the definition that I have in my shoulders and my biceps, like, still working on legs and stuff like that. So, yeah, as a female, it's not that aesthetically important. See, exactly. Like, me, I, I have no ass anyways. Like, I can literally, I can squat five, 550, 600 pounds. It doesn't matter. I've never had an ass and literally, you look at my look at you know, on the backside. It's back, back, back legs. That's what Randy calls cake sheet booty. That's exactly what it is too. Like, like a cake sheet. Yeah, I ain't got no ass either. I'm working on it though. <laughs> yeah, see, Hopefully, same I here. can gotta build one. Yep. Because uh, yeah, it's a struggle. It is. I don't know if I couldn't hit anything. It's hard for me because I love hitting all of the muscle groups. But oh, I don't know. Honestly, if I could hit anything, I'd probably say back. Like, as much as I absolutely love rows, like, I love presses. You have such great back definition now. You I know. Really but like, it's, it would it's just go like, away. And the thing is, too. I know. But, like, I love, <laughs> as, as far as the enjoyment I get from the different lifts, like, yeah. I get so much more enjoyment out of out of my pressing movements. I mean, I can see that. The only thing is, though, is that, like, for me, this is, like, a functional aspect I'm going off of. For me. Just because, like, if I couldn't work my back, my back is, like, the strongest thing I got besides my legs. And maybe my arms. I don't know. But the thing is, is that my back, I use my back for everything. Like, like whatever movement you want to do, your back is pretty much involved. Like my favorite lift of all time. I don't care what it is. Deadlift. Love it. Agreed. Like, I, I do love some deadlift. And Skin. like, really? Yeah. I have really bad lower back pain. To oh, that makes with. sense. Don't. So that's, that. that's why. So if I do a deadlift, I don't do it with a bar. I use like a kettlebell. Nothing wrong with that. Mm. Still yep. trying to strengthen the strengthen, issues. Strengthen the are... issue up and then you can work yeah. up from that. Last question. Oh, where to go? One second, one second. Okay. Megan, you answer this one first. Okay. You're stuck on an island and you have to pick three movies to watch for the rest of your life. What are you picking? I love you, man. Okay, that's one. I love that movie. Uh, Fifty First Dates. Okay. Also fucking love that movie. <laughs> this is surprisingly easy for me. <laughs> I was uh, going to say, this came out fast. Um, and ooh, a third one. Third one, a third one, a third one. And probably it's some Disney movie. It doesn't really matter which one because I'm a Disney nerd. Some Disney? Pick one. Yeah. Pick um, one. Beauty and the Beast. I, uh, I love Beauty and the Beast. New or old one? Um, The like a, original. original. Yeah. Okay. Miles. See, this is going to be hard for me. <laughs> um, Okay, one... For the original Fast and Furious, the first one. Okay, the best one. Don't care what nobody says. It was fantastic. And, oh, oh America, the movie. Okay, nobody's ever heard of it. It is on Netflix. It is hilarious. Oh, I, it's on my list. And it's literally <laughs> the one of the best things you want. It is animated, okay? But it is fantastic, okay? That there, and then, uh, oh, my God. This is so hard. <laughs> I've seen so many movies <laughs> that I can't even don't even know. I ah shit. I'm gonna go with Transformers, even though I watched that so many times when it came out. Like I think I watched it like eight times. Like the first one. one. Well, the first means, one. Yeah. That means that you could probably okay. Watch yeah, it I'll like go with that. 10, I'll probably that's probably that's like fair. there's there we go. We'll go with that. Yep. Sounds good. What yeah. about you, Dean? Oh man, that's a hard one because I'm a movie junkie. I abs I love so many fucking movies because uh. I'm going to, no preference on which one, but one of the Lord of the Rings movies, probably the second, 
episode two of the Star Wars. And uh huh. It's a good third movie that I love. Second John Wick movie. Speaking of John Wick, we're going to see it next week and I'm fucking it. Oh, okay, that, dude. that looks so badass. Yeah. I should have said John Wick because I love those. I love every single John Wick movie. Fuck, I should have said uh I can't see, do the hard. first one though, because the first one's when when the when the dog dies. True. Yeah, but he went total ape shit after I know, that. And it was but great. It, but the dog dies. Yeah. I that's totally a agree. such a hard question for me because like so many of my favorite movies are all trilogies like yeah. like Lord of the Rings, love it, Hobbit, love it, Star Wars, love everything Star Wars. I'm a fucking Star Wars nut, and I will die on that. The Expendables, probably some of my favorite movies of all time. I will agree with that. I fucking love The Expendables. I will say this is gonna sound, I'm gonna get judged here so hard, but I've never seen a single Lord of the Ring movie. I've seen The Hobbit, just the first one. Yeah, and I fell asleep. Oh, really? uh, I fell asleep. You're not a fantasy person. I am, but this is a thing. It took so long for it to build. That's true. That they, it made they do me fall kind of asleep. So that's me with Lord of the Rings. I have tried to watch the first Lord of the Rings movie probably seven times. That one is kind of slow. And I cannot. I cannot. And I'm like, if I don't know what's happening in the first one, I'm not going to keep going through the other two. Yeah. But I love the Hobbit movies. Yeah. So, They're just so, so beautiful movies. I love the world building. That's what yeah. keeps me awake. I'm just like looking at everything like, oh, this looks so cool. See, like, I could play Skyrim. Oh, like yeah. that there. Yes. I could play that. Like, <laughs> I have trauma associated with that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. My ex loved uh, that game, and uh, so he would play it all the time. And then I had a video game. I like to play Dragon Age. Oh, good. Uh, oh yeah, you can't go. I'm about to restart Dragon Age. Uh, I I was thinking about doing that the other day. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so I want to play my game because it was new. Yeah. And he would never let me play it. What a dick. Because he was playing she, Skyrim. And I'm like, fuck you. So I would wait for him to leave. I'd be like, get the fuck out of the house so I can go play Dragon Age. <laughs> I will say dra- I like Dragon Age a lot. Yeah, so no, I, I am about to restart the... Oh, it's so good. No, I hope they come out with the new one soon. They need to. They're See, working on it. I still haven't been able to play last, Inquisition. I was going to say last I've, one. I've been trying, but I, I just can't for some reason. I don't like the mechanics. It is a little different. Because I don't like the whole time stop switch character. I don't, I don't like that. Like, I want my character, weird. and I want to go through it with my character. And then, like, if you he dies, we'll restart. So I like I play on, like, the super fucking easiest level possible because yeah. I care about the story. I don't Agreed. give a shit about it. I guess I should try that. Like, so you don't really have to switch characters because it's just like, pew, pew, yeah. pew, you're dead. I'm in a rough place in life because I haven't really gamed a whole lot. But I'm in a yeah. place right now where I kind of want to game. And I kind of want to uh, replay Mass Effect. And I kind of want to replay Dragon Age. And I kind of want to replay The Witcher. And I kind of want to play World of Warcraft. I'm just like, I don't know what to do with my life, so I'm just not going to do any. World of sense. Warcraft is a spiral for me. If I'm oh, playing World yeah. of Warcraft, yeah. I am in a dark place. <laughs> like, That's how I got fat last time. <laughs> I was playing so WoW and eating M&Ms and drinking fucking Mountain Dew. That was my life. <laughs> World of Warcraft, Classic. every time I hear that, like I think of the South Park. Yep, me too. Of World of Warcraft. Ma'am. Ma'am. More hot baggage. More hot baggage. Bathroom. Bathroom. <laughs> Like, that's all I think about when I think of World of Warcraft. So I can't even touch World of Warcraft anymore. Man, I fucking oh, love that game, though. It's yeah. so much fun. Anyways, that is the end of our uh, little listener questions. So uh, thanks for submitting those. And like I said, if you guys want your questions answered, anything, anything at all, you guys got a question for us about personal life, uh, fitness, nutrition, mental health, whatever it is, or you wanted to see how our days are going, something specific about our lives or us personally, go ahead and leave a comment in the Q&A section on Spotify or hit us up on our social medias. Uh, Facebook, The Legion Lifestyle uh, Podcast, Instagram, The Legion Lifestyle, my personal Instagram, I'm being so can you. And now let's uh, let's move on to a little quote that I have that I want to discuss. A quote from Beanie? 
from Dean? From, and it's not from me. So this quote is from Robert Holden and from his book, Authentic Success. <clears throat> it is called uh, uh, A Preoccupation with the Idea that Happiness is the Next Place, the Next Job, or the Next Partner. Until you give that idea up, happiness, or give up the idea that happiness is somewhere else, it will never be where you are. That's deep. That is deep. And that's, so that's uh, on uh, Beware of the Destination Addiction. And so many people, and I fell in this trap for the longest time, I was like, if I just do this, then I'll be happy. If I just get here, then I'll be happy. If I just get a girlfriend, then I'll be happy. But once you get there, it's never there because you're, you're more addicted to getting to that destination and falling in love with the goal like we've talked about before. That you, once you reach that goal or that objective, the happiness isn't really there. It's, it's temporary because like, well, now you're here. Well, okay, well, now what? Like, you, you got to be able to fall in love with your, the moment. So then what kind of... And I understand like that that's not a healthy mindset. Like, oh, once I reach this weight, I'll be happy because that's what my brain's telling me right now. And I know it's not true. Yeah. But anyways, um, <coughs> what what motivates people to, to set another goal if you don't think that that's going to be that's where the happiness is? Oh, I mean, you want to have goals. But... See, it's kind of like kind of like how like any like weightlifting, like like you have bodybuilders, powerlifters, strongmen. You like my goal, like I said, like Darnold. Then I said it probably after that WSM. That's the thing is that you'll get to your one goal and then you'll think, well, I'm there. No, that's not enough. Yeah. I need to do more. That's kind of what I was thinking of a little bit. Yeah. But like, but I get what you're saying too, because. Because like, maybe not like ultimate life altering, like I'm going to be happy with everything that happens everywhere, but you're pursuing that goal for happiness. Does that make sense? Yeah, but it's like like I've talked about a few times is like falling in love with the journey and not yeah. the not the yeah yeah because once you reach that goal, like okay, well now what? Like there is there is yeah. always going to be another goal, and so if you can never fall in love with just uh just the idea of being happy where you are right now, like yeah, like I'm I'm in love with where I am today, doing where where I'm at with what I'm doing, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to stop striving for more. Yeah, but if you can't find happiness within the moment right now then you're never going to truly be happy because yeah. because tomorrow is always tomorrow away. Exactly. I, that makes sense. I, get that. I see it from both sides. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because, like, you need a little bit of that, but you can't, like, hang all of your hopes and dreams, and once you achieve that, stop. Yeah. See, and it, it, I think it's a different interpretation for yeah. every single person just because, like, like how Megan's saying how you said it, like, you, like, I think people do need to fall in love with the journey to get to where they want. 100%. And then – as, as they pursue it and they get to that end point they want to get at, then it's like, okay, that was that journey. Now let's let's go do this. Yep. Like a bunch of different stuff. Like, But if you're placing all of your happiness within the basket of the destination, then, then everything yeah. in between sucks. Yeah. Well, like you said job or something yeah. like that. So yep. yeah, definitely any job, whether it might be new and exciting mm -hmm. at first, and that makes you happy, but you're going to grow stagnant. You're going to get bored. So then you need to start looking for a promotion. Or, you know, another job or something like that. Like, there is a journey within within the journey. Within the searching for your happiness, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But I think within something you said right there, like, okay, well, you get tired of it after mm -hmm. a while because you that's it's exactly stagnant. what this well, that's exactly what this quote is talking about. Because you got that new job and that was your goal, that was a destination. Well, that soon fades. That that initial kind of joy of, well, I'm I'm here, I, I did it, I'm gonna be happy now. Then you do it and it's it's fleeting. Well, if you fall in love with the moment where you are right now and being able, like the job that I have now, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm not a fan of the job, 
but I'm happy there every single day. That's because I found happiness within the moment yeah. and not within the getting the new job because I was the same way before that. Like, well, if I, I, I hate this, this sucks. Every day sucks. If I just get this job over here, it'll be so much better than to go there. And, you know, after a couple months, well, this sucks. My life sucks. I hate everything. If I just get this job and it's just a repeating cycle, but if you can find happiness within the moments, then I think you, you'll, you'll find more long-term and long-lasting happiness is what the quote is trying to say. That sounds like my last job I had, like when I worked in a factory for a little bit. And, oh, my God, I hated life. Yeah. Like, that was terrible. So, and, I mean, you got to find the give and takes. So, like, if it's a continuous cycle, I mean, obviously, if you're just not happy with a job, go get a different job. But, like, yeah. you know. Well, I stayed there. I didn't even stay there that long. I stayed there for, like, <laughs> almost three months. Almost. I literally was, like, two days shy. Like, yeah. I yep. wasn't doing I was not staying. I I ain't gonna have my life taken just to exchange for work and not have a life outside of work because I'm living at work. Not have it. Not yeah, have it. I agree. I mean, you gotta you gotta have your balances. But yeah, exactly. So Miles, the reason I wanted to have you on the day is because you are a king in a sense. I don't know. Have you ever been oh called God. the king before? No, I haven't. That's that's throwing me off. Right Do you know now. what you're the king? You're, you're the king. King of injury. King of bicep tears. Oh, here we king go. King of injuries. This bad boy. So something we haven't really talked a whole lot about on the show yet is being injured, being in this lifestyle, being in the gym and lifting heavy and pushing yourself. One thing is for certain: you will hurt yourself at some point. You're always going to be running into injuries. Most of them are going to be minor. But sometimes in my case and in Miles' case, like they're going to be major injuries. Like I've messed up my knees and haven't been able to really trade hard or heavy for about a year and a half. And Miles, you speak on your injuries if you'd like. Well, uh, in 2020, I blew my right arm, my, uh, my right bicep on a deadlift. And then in 2021, exactly a year later, I blew my left bicep on an axle clean and press. So... And I both had, I've had surgeries on both. I have some wicked scars, I tell you what. But yeah, that was a, yeah, that was an interesting time in my life right there. That's crazy. Because yeah. so, like, usually when you think of that, you said uh, the first one was on a deadlift. I mean, obviously you're pushing, pulling a fuck ton of weight. So <clears throat> I was actually qualifying for uh, Strongman Corporation Nationals. I was one lift away from, that was my lift. That's heartbreaking. And I ended up, and it was 650 pound deadlift. Which now I can actually do. Yeah. But it was a freak thing that kind of happened because I would I didn't do hook the reverse grip. Mm -hmm. I was straight straight handed overhand strapped everything. Yeah. And when I went down to load, I bent my arms to take the slack out of the bar, and I didn't straighten them back out. So it almost was like a reverse curling effect. So I was like, I was reverse curling six hundred and fifty pounds, <laughs> which was like your body sitting there going. Oh, hell no. You ain't pulling that shit. And then snap. And it snap. And I ha I actually have it on video, actually. I have both my bicep tears on video. I kind of want to see and it. I kind of don't want to see The second one, you don't really get to see. The first one, I can zoom right in. You can see a rubber band snap right in my arm. Ooh. Ooh. And so do you, you had surgery on them, right? I had surgery on both of them. Yep. What was your uh, recovery time? So they said that it was supposed to be six months per arm. And I cut it down to six months total. Yeah. So I was six months total, three months per arm. That's what I cut it down to. So what was your kind of mindset throughout? Well, let's start at the beginning. So right when you tore it, what was your kind of initial thoughts? Ouch. What the well, hell? Well, ha what yeah. the hell happened? Yeah. Because the thing, the funny thing about it, it didn't hurt. Oh, okay. I didn't. I just felt something snap. But it's like you ever hear, like you feel a rubber band snap. Yeah. 
that's kind of what it felt, but you didn't feel any pain until you bent. Yeah. Like I bent my elbow or anything like that. Then I felt it. I felt like a tinge in my elbow and up in my upper arm. So I was just like, my first thing was actually, okay, this is a whole story on this thing. Actually, yeah, tell, tell the story. That's why I brought so you on. I, so I was actually, so I was, like I said, I was going for Nat, the national astronomy corporation. Well, nationals for astronomy corporation. And I was there with my coach, Ken McClelland. Yep. Shout right out. there. Shout out. Let's get him on the show. And that'd be awesome, yep, man. I that would be awesome. Hook it up. I'll try. We'll see what happens. Fucking bad. But so we were sitting there and we did a bunch of, I did, that day was a good day because I did an 800 pound yoke for over 40 foot, which I've never done an 800 pound yoke. I trained, I tried to train up to it. I finally got 800 pounds on my back and I got it moved. Oh yeah. Then I did, I think it was a farmer's carry and that was supposed to be 275. I broke that of 300. A hand and now i'm like oh hey dead or well that was log i had a log i missed it by two inches it was a 300 pound log i got it cleaned and i got it up a little bit then i died out as i was pressing it because i have no leg drive because i have no ass i'm just kidding ass didn't apply it but <laughs> so then we went to deadlift because i'm like i could deadlift deadlift's one of my best lifts like cool we got this next thing you know we're taking a video all of a sudden, you see me pull, 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 and then you don't see it when it's zoomed out, but you see right in underneath this snap right here, and you see me get up and go like this because I felt it, and I walked off. We zoomed in on the video three times, and the only thing Ken said was, you blew your fucking bicep, <laughs> and I go, the fuck I did. There's no way, and he goes, no, look at this, zoomed in on it, and saw it happen. And he goes, God damn it. I thought you had it. And I go, I thought I did too, but it didn't happen. And so then after that, I had to get surgery and all that. So that was a big one there. And then in 21, when I did my axle clean and press, I screwed that up because so when you do an axle, you have to throw it up on your chest here and then try to roll, shimmy it up and roll it up so you can press it. Mm -hmm. It was 282 pounds. I threw it too far out in front of me. And I yanked it in. So when I yanked it in, yeah, it snapped everything up here. Oh. And I just felt it happen. And and mind you, he he's up at, up where he's at. So I call him. Well, I text him. Then I called him. Then I called him again. Then he goes, "What's wrong?" And he uh, gets message. I go, "I need to talk to you." And then next thing you know, I call him and he goes, "What's up?" And I go. I blew my fucking other bicep. And he goes, no, you fucking did not. FaceTime. Showed him. He goes, fucking Christ, you did. So then, after that, had to call U of I. Shout out to Dr. Wolf. Dr. Wolf does great work because he worked, fixed both my arms. But after that, I was afraid. I was, I'm not going to lie. Deadlift didn't really change for me. That was not a mental block for me. But Axel was. It completely was. But now, like I'm going to say two, about two, three weeks ago, I hit 288 on axle with ease. So yeah. I'm going still, over what I'm growing. at. So still going. Yeah. And going overhand instead of over under. So my grip has gotten a lot better. So I'll take that. Yeah. But pretty much as, as I kept going through, it's like I had to figure out how to get better. I want to get better quicker. And. Just a note, if you ever blow a bicep, do not measure your arms. 
don't do it. <laughs> I measured the non-blown arm and I measured the blown arm in between. I want to see how much I lost because I took pride in my arms back in the day and it was almost like a four inch difference. Oh. And I cried. Oh. Yeah. I literally was like, oh my God. I go, I had such nice arms. I I took all pride in the arms. You know, That'd be like me blowing my arms out, man. Yeah. See, it's like, oh my yeah. God. Look at these yeah, things, pipes. Man. And it's like, because back in the day, I mean, yeah, I was single and all that back in the day. My mindset was, you never hear a, girl, oh, a lady say, hey, nice hamstrings. <laughs> you never hear that. <laughs> so what you hear Sorry. is, hey, nice arms. Mm-hmm. So that's what I went with. So I went for look. <laughs> and that's why I had no legs. Now I do. So there we go. I did something right. Well, I mean, shit, at least you, right. got, at least you had something. So I got a, a question for you. Um, how, like, right after it happened, and then, like, you know, a couple weeks before, you know, you got it operated on, were you ever at all discouraged from kind of going back? I, I wasn't discouraged on going back. I was just, I'll be honest, I was more pissed off because I, because yeah. yeah. I, because I, I was just growing. And actually, the second time when I blew my other, when I blew my other arm, I was a week out from a contest. Damn. So yeah. I was a week out, and I was qualifying for this was for a, a USS. <laughs> Uh, United States Strongman, I was going to do their nationals. because, And I actually showed up to that contest with a sling on and just to watch. And next thing you know, I got a couple guys going, well, I'm kind of glad you didn't do this contest. And I'm like, well, why is that? And they go, well, because you would have kicked all our asses. Oh, fuck. And I'm like, yeah, oh, man. wow. Only one guy said it would have been, a, well, two guys said right out, it would have been a great contest. And I totally believe them because they killed me. Yeah. But... I knew I was like 40, 50 pounds over all the weights in that thing. I was ready to go. Damn. So, I mean, yeah, that would be super disheartening. Yeah. Right there on the edge of it. Just, yep, ready to go. And the next thing you know, you're like, oh, hey, you get fucked here. So, uh, besides just being pissed off, what kind of effect did that have on your mental health? Oh, a lot. Yeah. Pretty much just, dude, I felt like, I felt like I just sat, dude, I sat there for literally hours and hours playing my PlayStation. Yeah. Like it was, it was, yeah, it was terrible. Like the only, the only person that really kept me company and not even person. I had, it was my dog at the time when I had my dog and he kept me company and he would sit there with me and cuddle with me and sit on me and whatever. And it was, that was the most comforting that I've had. Yeah. So except for me, when he got older, he got kind of annoying when I blew my other arm. <laughs> but so yeah, yeah, so you you blew them both out and you kind of sat there. So how long in between? How long did you have before you know you got them operated on? You were able to start so PT. The first, so the first one, it was a week. I was out a week that I had to wait, and then the second one was also a week. Okay. So they got me in pretty much right away. So my first one, I was supposed to go to PCI, and I didn't. They were telling me it was going to be a two week wait, two three week wait. Yeah, you can't wait I can't long. wait that long, not for a blown bicep. It was, yeah. If it was like a torn meniscus, okay, I can go with that. That's fine. But like I'm not doing that with a torn bicep because I'm not losing, mobi- losing mobility, losing pretty much just function in the arm. Not function in the arm, but how, how just your most of your – yeah, how I'm saying that. Yeah. I'm kind of screwing fucking that up a little bit. <laughs> but so I'm like, all right, well, then I got told to call U of I, sports medicine. So I called them right away. And after I called them, they were like, oh, yeah, let's get you down here. We got They got me down the next day oh, and literally was doing all the stuff on my arm. The first one, so how they did it, it was an ultrasound. That's how they did it because they were like, MRI is too fucking expensive. You don't need to do that. And I'm like, all right, that makes sense. 
could see it right there where it was blown. And so I'm like, all right, well, then they go, yep, we're prepping you this day, next week, surgery. There you go. Got right in. Same thing for the second one, but the only thing is I had to point out the tear in the arm instead of the person that was actually taking the ultrasound, which was kind of funny. Well, that's always nice. <laughs> like, we've yep. done this before. Let me show you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was looking at it, and you're like, I don't see anything. And I go, what's well, it's that? right here. Yeah, they go, what's that? They go, they go, well, that's blood right there. And I go, well, I assume that's where it's at because, you know, I kind of blew it. <laughs> and they go, well, I don't know that. She's like, I don't know if that's right or not. And I go, I guarantee you it's right. And the next thing you know, they send it to the doctor. And he goes, oh, no, that's right. Yep. Yep. We got to get him in. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of wondering why if, uh, if my doctors were trustworthy when I went in for my knees. Because, like, the, you know, I went two different routes from my left knee than my right knee. And then both doctors were like, Oh, it looks fine. I don't know why it's doing what it's doing. I'm like, well, that doesn't sound right, but okay. Yes. Yep. I feel like a lot of mes- medicine is just like a guessing game. Like, we're not really yeah. sure, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so coming back into, into your training, into your rehab with that, uh, what was your kind of mindset going in? I'm ready to go. Like, let me loose. I want to I get built back up to where I was at. Yeah. Like, as soon as I got the clear, I'm like... I got to take it easy, but I can't go hard as hell, but I'm ready to go. That was going to be my question. Like, was it hard to like restrain yourself to be like, yeah, the look you gave me there. And I'm like, hold on, Megan wants to say something right now. Let's go. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. No, I had to restrain myself. And also, I mean, I had people sitting there in my corner telling me, it's like, calm the fuck down, dude. You don't need to get hurt again. I'm like, yeah, that makes complete sense. So you weren't hesitant. You were, you were just raring to go. Yeah, I was raring to go, man. Like I had, I'm like, I want to get back to where I was at. I want to actually just, I just want to keep training. I want to keep going. Yeah. Do you know, are you at more risk for a re-injury since you've already injured it once? So the first time I asked that and it was before I blew my left arm. Well, he said that now since this one, since I already had it blown once and it's surgically done, that I'm less likely to tear it. So, but he said the other one might go and I'm like, really and he's like yeah it might and the next thing you know here it is and literally oh. the doctor's exact words when i showed up was hey you're back <laughs> we've like, been expecting you yeah that's that's pretty much what his look was on his face the entire time i was like what the hell is going on really he's like yep well you're back what'd you do i go he goes wait other arm i go yep he goes all right huh. that was it like it was cut and dry yeah that's weird so yeah, i wouldn't think it'd be more of a, i mean I don't know, it kind of makes sense to me that if you tear it once, it's less likely to do it again because, you know, it's going to have a lot more buildup of tissue to connective tissue. Not, but they've literally, like, mechanically or that's, however. That's yeah. how he... The fact that they have, they have gone in there and then be like, nah, this motherfucker's not going to move. That's, yeah. exactly how, that's exactly how he explained it to me, too. He's like, yeah, we got in there and we made sure. It's it's surgically done to the point where it's like, it's not, you were, weren't born with it. We fixed it to where it's going to be better. Yeah, well, it's like if you take a, like a two-by-four and you snap it in half and you use wood glue and put it back together and you go to break it again, it's not going to break on that. It's going to break somewhere else. Most of the time. Yeah. Depending on the break, you know. Come that, on. Well, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but so, yeah, you're raring to go. I know when I – so, like, I'm, I'm just now – now that my right knee is doing better, I'm starting to train heavy again. I probably could have a few months ago. But for me, anyways, I was kind of exact opposite. I'm, I was very hesitant to go heavy. And – 
right before I messed up my left knee, I was kind of getting back into training after kind of my depressive episode. And I had just gotten up to doing really heavy deadlifts again. I was deadlifting uh, like 495 for like five sets of eight to 10 easy. And then I went to go PR at 605. I got it up just above my knees. I just needed a little work on my hips a little bit more. I, I attempted twice, didn't happen. It was whatever. And then I don't I didn't, nothing tore, nothing. There was no like, oh shit, I just fucked up moment. Uh, it was, I was going up and down a bunch of stairs at work. And at the time I was in the 340s. So I was, I was heavy, just lifted really heavy. And then I was going up and down 180 stairs, like every 45 minutes at work, carrying wire and other shit. So I was just the, the jockey for all the electricians. Yep, I get that. And so my knee kind of just got about four times the size of normal. Couldn't bend it, hurt like a motherfucker. And, uh, yeah, so coming off of that, like, that's kind of when I stopped. I transitioned more into the bodybuilding world. Because yeah. uh, if anyone hasn't listened to our episode that you were on before, which uh, go listen to our previous episode if you haven't with Miles. I think it was episode 10, 10. Uh, entitled uh, Redemption Story. Yep. So go check that one out if you haven't already. But in that, I talked, like, I used to train strong, man, and I was going that route too and i did you're supposed to be in a contest with me yeah yeah and then uh well you ended up helping me out and relocating my thumbs after i dislocated them yep. doing um what, what? holds yeah it was uh, holds or farmer's hole what do you call those oh you know it was farmer's carries yeah yeah farmer's carries. Yeah, well, we don't carry it was just this yeah it was just a hold. hold but the yeah. thing is how you just gripped it, it it literally i've never you're the only person i've ever seen it. i don't I've understand it either because i think it was just i was gripping it i think it was just pushing you it, with my thumb you're pushing with your thumb down all of a sudden then you see your thumb go back and i'm like what the hell are you doing it's almost like you're giving somebody your thumbs up i know it was like mile away because i got like a well it was also bullshit too because again i talked about some of the other people, um, like the weight just dumped off the one side about 25 seconds in. Yeah. And so they had to reset it and they didn't give me a whole lot of time. So they're like, are you good to go? I'm like, uh, sure. And so I went again and then about 30 seconds, 35 seconds in, then like both my thumbs popped and I, yep. my hands went numb and I just, I held it for another like 15 seconds. So I'll give myself credit there, but then I dropped, yeah, but-, but then I dropped it. I'm like, like, you know, you come up and like, you see, you had that a lot longer. I'm like, I can't feel my thumbs right now. Yeah. And I grabbed both of them. Then you yanked them. I like, yanked them and it oh. went and, yep, that's exactly how it was. So, yeah, so that was fun. But, no, because I really enjoyed the strongman. But it's just, I don't know, I'm, I'm so uh, less afraid, more hesitant to really push. And I get that. Yeah. It, it's it's a completely different, it's like, it's completely different type of weightlifting. Yeah. I will say that. Because the reason I say that is because, I mean, there's how many different types of lifting. Like, you got you got normal normal conventional lifting, you have bodybuilding, you have powerlifting, and strongman. I'll even throw CrossFit in there. Yeah. Cross fuck off. Yep, exactly. But the thing is, is that like because the but the two things are the most similar are two yeah two weightlifting styles the most similar is actually strongman and CrossFit. They're extremely similar. They do use a lot of the same implements. It's just different weights and the yeah. way they and the, the there's a few different lifts like and we don't do snatch or any of that in strongman. Yeah. Nothing. We won't. Well, strongmen did like snatches. Would really they would dangerous. ruin their shoulders so much. Oh, God. Because yeah. you know, you do it off a shit ton of weight. Exactly. And, like, you don't want to do that. Like, God, my God. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, let's do a 400 pound snatch. And then it's like, next thing you know, like, oh, God. Oh, I can only imagine just watching his video of his shoulder going backwards. Dude, that'd be almost like uh, watching that guy tear his pec on the uh, 550 uh, on incline. Uh, like, oh, my God. No, I'm good. Tech pair, pec tears terrify me oh god yeah i know i don't even dude i hate bench dude yeah. i really do but at the same time i mean do i do it yes i do it for the training aspect i don't go stupid stupid heavy see i i still can yeah 
yeah, like I don't go wide. I go, I, I can. So, my, my, I go if in between narrow and then I bring my elbows in. So mine's more almost like a close grip. Yeah. I'm working more with my triceps. That's exactly what mine are for. Yeah. Cause like I, for cl- my close grip, the last time I did it, I would, I had to do five doubles and I did 370, something like that. I, have to, I don't, I can't look at my program. My program's on yeah. my phone, but that, so I did that and then I had to do an AMRAP of that. So as many reps as possible, which that was fucking awful. Uh, yeah. But I do close grip on it. That's all I do is close grip. I don't, I won't go wide because one, my shoulder's shot. Well, my shoulder's not shot, but at the same time, I just hate the movement because it doesn't feel good. So it's like, why do it? I actually get that on chest press. I get it in my shoulder. Let's right, right in the front. Yeah. See, that's what I get on, on flat bench. If I'm flat on a bench, it doesn't hit me as much. But if I get on an actual chest press machine and I go too, too Uh, narrow, it's, I can see that. I know what you're doing. Yeah. So you're, you're using your shoulder to push. You're Maybe. not keeping your well, shoulder locked back. Well, the thing is, a lot of the chest press machines and stuff, if you do a chest press machine, they have Even it. Even if I just do it right here and now, I can feel it. But now, like, lock your scapula back behind you. like, Because so how you how you're supposed to bench is like, a, you know, you, you can retract Yeah, you have scapulas. to have an arch back. A yeah, well, yeah. Not, not, let's, you know what I mean? Yeah, arch back is what you want. But, like, you want to retract your scapula yes. and bring those back. Mm-hmm. That's your proper bench. Where a lot of people will let those slip and bring them forward, and so now you're using a bit more of your shoulder, shoulder. To push. Where if you lock your scapula's back, now you're using your chest and your triceps. Yeah, you have to play around with it. And then if your grip's too high too, then you're using yeah. your shoulders. So you want to bring and down a lot of them, by your like your sternum. A lot of them, how they're set too, they have it set way too far back, yeah. and they don't let you adjust it forward, which is a crock of bullshit. Yeah, I, I know. I don't use any chest, so that's a lot. I use one like the decline chest press. I really enjoy those, and I don't use those conventionally. I I like basically sit sideways in them, and yeah. we'll do one arm at a time. We actually have one that has like <laughs> cracking mirrors. Goddamn right! It has like the pedal so that you can push it down to bring it forward, which that's nice. And then you can let go and catch it like out here and go. See, that would uh, be nice. So you're not starting uh, way back here. God, it's almost okay. like we need that for a dumbbell press. You know how great that would be? Bro. <laughs> like, need lift dude, off. Like I wish, lift off. I wish, um, have you seen like Eddie Hall? He's like, yeah, lift, yeah. I want one of those That'd so bad. fucking sweet. Because like I could easily see the military dumbbell press hundreds. Oh, easy. God, yeah. But it's like the only thing that limits me is like I can't get those up. I'll do 80s, 90s, and oh, I can, yeah. I can, I can't do them off my knees enough. I have to pull off the floor. See, I, I got to do it off my knees. I got to kick it up a little bit. No, nah, I, I, I basically bend over. I pull rock. them. You know, like I'm seated, so mm. I bend over, pull them off the floor. I, I guess I get so much momentum from my, you know, my back's that strong as shit. Yeah. And I just flip them up and go from there. See, I'm hesitant on that till I fuck myself up. Yeah, well, that's fair. I'm not trying that. I've tried. Nope, yeah. I'm good. I'm real good on that. We don't we need actually, it. We actually did a chest press today with this guy, Aaron, that we've been working out with a lot at the gym. And this motherfucker, he's, uh, he's fucking strong as hell. He did, what, five plates on each side? That a guy. Damn. Like, And I think he did that for like six reps. Jesus. Or that, something like that. That ain't too shabby. He's, he's oh, shit. Fucking no. lean, mean. Fighting machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, Jesus. so back to injuries. Yeah. Here. So as far as recovering, yeah. you know, not everyone's going to be totally raring to go and like getting back into it. And most people are going to be like me and very hesitant to get back into it. And, uh, you know, I took my sweet fucking time to push any kind of weight and half the time I wouldn't even put any weights on the machines. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are like that. And, uh, honestly, if I could go back and I'd, I'd probably start pushing myself a little more, a little harder. 
and then for fuck's sake, do do your physical therapies. No, that that's How, very true. That yeah. it does help out a lot. Because uh, if, if you have to get blood flow to it. Yep, you have to. Because otherwise, it's not going to recover. I will say I'm going to throw this in here just for like because anyone in the weightlifting world for this for injuries because it is very much due to injuries and it's actually due to recovery, which. It's a different thing. It, we probably cover this on a different episode eventually, but I'm still going to just kind of put it out there now. Is that they have this new thing that they started doing? It's called peptides. Have you guys ever heard of them? Oh, yeah, I've heard about them. So that, that shit works ridiculously well. I did them for both my arms, and <laughs> that's how I cut my. I literally have a jar at home that I've just like not used. See, that's the thing. Is like that collagen peptides? No, no, there's, oh, okay. there's all the. So collagen, collagen is a peptide. Yeah. yeah. But so they have explain what peptides are. So a peptide is an amino. Mm-hmm. So it's from like the human genome. So it's not. And by it's, amino, you mean amino acid. Kind, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. But the thing is, is that it's widely studied, but it's not recognized in the medical community. Okay. Because so this there was there was this person that somewhere I don't know where from, don't know who it is, whatever, did this research, and what they did is they're like looking through the genome. It's like, oh hey, this amino here is for healing. This amino is for fat loss. This amino is for whatever. So what what it is, is it's a certain thing that targets a certain thing in your body. Mm-hmm. So they have two ways of doing it, which is pill form, mm-hmm. the powder for collagen, and injectable. Mm-hmm. So so that there, like, there's one that one I use called BPC-157. It's a pure healing amino. And it will cut your time of healing down because it actually kickstarts your healing process in your body mm-hmm. to heal quicker. And it's it's very interesting, and when you do more research in it, you're just sitting here and you're like, I think the medical community has actually been fucking lying to me a little bit here, because that's kind of what I felt when I looked at it. Because yeah. there's how many different peptides for all these different things, right? And you're like, oh hey, like this could help out a lot of people, but they're not going to recognize it medically yeah. in the medical field because it's not benefiting the medical field. That's fair. So I'll have to do some more research on that and do an episode yeah. about that because that's very interesting. Yeah. I have heard a lot about that, especially coming up in the bodybuilding community right yep. now. And and, uh, and yeah. to say too, they are completely legal, mm-hmm. completely. So and it does it helps does wonders for everything. Yeah. So be curious, yeah, to do some research into that because yeah. I know like the very bare minimum about like you know your amino acids, the ones that I will, like, you're essential and you're non-essential mm-hmm. and. Uh, I yeah. will say like BCAs. Yeah. BCAs are a crock. Yeah. That's so it, yeah, on. if you get yeah. if you eat protein, you're, especially red meats, you're gonna get enough branching BCAAs. BCAAs. Mm-hmm. The only thing is if if you're you know if you're eating low or you're cutting, you might want to supplement with some yes. EAAs, essential amino acids, or both. Yeah, or both. But yeah, I mean, and honestly, yeah, like I was talking to my buddy Tristan, he he says he buys like the five pound bag of um, essential amino or not the essential, it's the um, the, the, the BCAAs, yeah, the BCAAs branch chain, and uh, but not even for that. Like he just uses the flavor as waters. Oh yeah, and it's like because it's like I mean, it might as well. Awesome. Yeah, depends on what you get though. Yeah. Some of that true, powder. but he's like because you know, he's like, well, it's basically cheaper, you know, than buying Crystal Light. So yeah. you might as well be getting something out of yeah, it. Yeah, might as well. We technically, we take the what is it, the amino energy or whatever. Yeah, there is nothing wrong with amino energy. I mean, I just it, like the. It I tastes like good. good flavor. Get some caffeine. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty good. See, I had the black cherry one. Yeah. And it's, oh my God. Is it good? I'm touchy with cherry. See, so am I. Because a lot of the cherry stuff is like too sweet or it tastes too artificial. Yeah. That black cherry, that slaps you different. We just got the watermelon flavor and it was very Eh, lackluster. Yeah. 
It was like, uh, yeah, I get this. This is very watermelon, watermelon flavor, flavor, but it was just it tastes like it, it tastes like you're drinking a watermelon white claw. Yeah, so I'm like staying. Yeah, that's huh. a good it's like and it's, it's like watermelon that wishes it was watermelon. Yeah, exactly. Like these schnozberries taste like <laughs> schnozberries. <laughs> like we're gonna do that, you know? Like it was a very dulled down flavor where all the yeah. other ones are like bam. Yeah, in, in your face. face. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. uh as far as like a few essential things that I think are you know you need to do if you're if you were coming off of an injury whether it be small or big, is you know you have to you have to move stretch massage the area whatever you know get if you can't bend or do anything so with like my knees I they were so swollen I couldn't bend it so but I was icing I was taking you know doing hot cold therapies yep. massage the areas doing what I could to try and get blood flow to the area even if it's swollen like getting more blood flow to the area is just gonna cycle that blood out carry nutrients to the affected area and that's going to speed up your recovery because where a lot of people fuck up into their injuries is like oh hurt my back i'm not working out i'm not doing anything i'm gonna lay on the bed for the next two weeks and well okay you could have been fine in two or three days if you had just like moved done some stretches but since you decided to do nothing you just prolonged your your injury time and your your recovery time because you're going to be injured a lot longer yep because you're not getting blood flow to the area and I mean, think of it like your blood is kind of like a pond. Or, and once you hurt something, you put a dam in that pond. It's going to be blocked up. So that water is going to get stagnant. It's going to get dirty. It's not cycling out as fast. It's, it's all the life in it's going to die eventually because you're not getting that flow through. Where, you know, massaging the area, stretching, doing some like minor physical therapy type exercises with bands or whatever you can. Like no weight, but just real lightweight going through the motion type things. Just get the blood flowing. That slowly releases that dam. It allows more blood flow to go through. You're going to carry more oxygenated blood into that area, which is going to help re recover and heal the area. That was the best analogy I've ever heard for an injury. Thanks, man. I'm not going to lie. Like I, goddamn, yeah. I kudos. Like I wish <laughs> I, I wish I could clap through this mic right now for you. Give me a slow thank clap. you. Thank you. So, poetry snap. I can't snap, so <laughs> everyone else can. I can't. It's okay. This is why I got a podcast, dude. I'm getting good at this shit. Exactly. I just... Exactly. Let's be real. Yeah. I can't. Oh, hey. I got hey, one. There hey, you go. Did good. something right. Good once something. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, it's, I, don't, I always tell people like, oh, I hurt hurt this or I hurt that. And they're like, I'm just going to take a few days off. I'm like, no, keep keep working. Like, mm -hmm. just do... Like, okay, you hurt your lower body. You can still work your upper body. Get the blood flowing. Yep. Like, even if you don't move, if you, if you fuck up your leg, right, if you can't move your leg at all, if you still work the opposite leg, you're still going to be sending that, you know, that muscle building, um, go for it. That's actually a true thing because I, that happened with my arms. It is a very true fact because, so, like, when my one arm couldn't operate, I was still doing curls and everything with the other arm because if you don't, it's going to lose all the muscle memory and stuff. And it actually, all the uh, gains you get on this arm will transfer back over into your training for your other arm. Yeah. It's the same thing. So there was a study that I read about that I think is absolutely incredible, but they had two groups of people. They had one group where they did bicep curls for like four or five weeks. And at the end of the four or five weeks, they measured the arm and measured the growth in their arms. And they had another uh, group of people where all they did was visualize um, doing curls. And I think it was did this with like free throws too, and so the group that you know just thought about the curls and the group that actually did the curls 
um, kind of had very similar growth. Because, I mean, you're not going to gain inches in four weeks. Like, you might gain mis- mis- minuscule amounts, but it was enough to be measurable. Oh, yeah. And same way with uh, the study with the free throws is the group that, you know, because um, obviously they had brought anybody in, did baseline, like everybody shoot this many free throws, get the averages. And the group that practiced every single day and the group that thought about practicing every single day had very similar improvement patterns, which hmm. is so, incredible. Yeah. That's interesting right there. Yeah. It is. But it so. makes me feel like I can just like sit on my couch and be like, Am currently. I yeah. am currently. I don't have. Well, that's something that, that's a. Uh, does, that, does that work for twelve ounce pills too? Because I mean, that's not. That's hey, not bad. Hey, it's something. It's, it's something, something. You know, it's twelve ounces. But hey, you, I mean, you ain't gonna be no bodybuilder thinking about working out. Like you got to go do it. But I mean, you know, if I had abs from me just thinking about it, right. you know how crazy that'd be. Yeah. If I had an ab, I, I had. I had one time. I had an ab. I had one ab. It showed. Just it one? showed just, just one. one. Scared the shit out of me. I was a lump. Yeah, oh, and I'm boy. sitting there and I pressed it. I'm like, oh fuck! Like, do I have a fucking lump? It's like, what the fuck? And the next thing you know, I'm like, that's a fucking ab. Like, this is when I was in college. Scared the shit out of me. I've never, I've never seen an ab in my life. Like, holy god! But now, I, I mean, I haven't seen it since, uh, since after that. Fair it's enough. okay. I have one ab. It's not on my body, but I claim the one. <laughs> I claim the one. That's ab. fair. It's it on Randy. Yeah, it's Randy's top left. <laughs> oh, <laughs> see, so specific. Yeah. Well, yeah. I tell him that abs are made in the kitchen, and I do all his cooking. Well, oh, man, see, look fair. at that. That, that that's is, fair. That is, should, uh, is my fucking. You should ab. get your name tattooed on that ab. That oh, mine. yeah. Actually, look, you, you, please do that. If you do, I, that, I want to see a fucking picture. That's going on the Instagram. Yes. That. Do it for, the thing is, if you ask, it's like, why the fuck would you do that? Do it for the fucking gram. Honestly, though, get it, get the business going. But yeah, so if just remember, folks, if you if you fuck up one leg, keep working the other legs. It's going to keep the other leg from atrophying, and you're still going to, you know, as fast. Like obviously, if you don't do anything to that leg and you break it, like it is going to atrophy, but not as quickly as if you are working your opposite limb because it's going to be sending that muscle. Your your brain doesn't say, hey, we're going to send muscle building signals to one leg. We're going to send it to both. Yep, exactly. Be careful not to further your injury, though. Well, yeah. Don't don't, don't, don't be stupid. Don't, work, don't pull don't miles. Work, yeah, don't work badly. You know, yeah. obviously, don't. obviously, you're not going to go squat three fifteen on one leg unless unless you're a fucking insane person. It, dude, I, I want to send, send us the it. videos. I could fucking see it. Not going to lie, I could see somebody doing it. If I could, yeah, don't I would. break your other leg because you're trying to <laughs> yeah, exactly shit. exactly. But you know, you know, you know what? It's like those gym fails. You know, you see that on. Holy shit, that'd be kind of funny, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, again, just again, if you hurt your lower body, still go work your upper body because again, getting that blood flowing throughout your body is going to help your recovery. Like oh, yeah. again, the analogy with the whole stagnant, stagnant pool, like get the water flowing through, get the oxygenated blood flowing through the body, carry out, recycle everything that's going to carry out the, all the toxins, help the swelling go down, all that fun shit, yep. which is why cold, hot and cold therapy works so much is because that's going to, you know, increase, decrease blood flow. And so it's basically pumping the blood through your system and that, and, you know, just decreasing swelling altogether. Playing with hot and cold therapy too, because I think we talked about this a little bit one other day, whereas you were saying, I think you said hot works better for your knees. Uh, so at, yeah, at the time it was, uh, I can't actually remember. It's been so long ago now. I thought we had touched on that. Whereas, I think we did. Like, I remember we just talked about it. When my know. back flares up, if I put hot on it, oh Lord, it will make it like, It'll go from like sore to like I can't fucking move. Really? Yeah. Yeah. See, because I think it, that. I think it increases the inflammation. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, yeah. There. Well, that's why you. So do, then, that's why you do both. Yeah. Isolate. 
that's why you do you, ice or whatever. Well, that's why you start with ice. You, you start isolate. <laughs> so that's why you start with ice because yeah. that's gonna you know um, I might fuck this Reduce up. But is this it the capillaries? Is that yep. the word I'm looking for? Yeah, you're good. So that's gonna you know uh, restrict the the diameter of the capillaries. Mm-hmm. And so then you put hot on, and that's going to increase them. And so yeah. it's just it's it's basically it's even stretching. if I personally, if I go back and forth, it'll fuck me. Yeah, it'll that's, fuck me raw. <laughs> I, so that sounds more like a nerve <laughs> issue than more of like oh, an injury. Yeah. It's a little bit of all yeah. of the above. I will I will say too, it's like it's like biofreeze. You ever yeah. use that? So that's the thing. I found some. Well, see, that's the thing. I found something cheaper than yeah. biofreeze. That's ten times more potent. Tiger's bomb. No, it's called Thermoflex. Oh, is that their horse supplement? Yes, sir. It's it's literally it's literally biofreeze for horses that you get at Tyson's for ten bucks for a big fucking for jug. for a big fucking jug. jug. And I tell you what, it heats it, then cools it, and then it stays cool. Okay. And it's I I lather my body in that shit. It smells say, terrible. Yeah, I'm sure. Like you think biofreeze smells bad? That smells bad. And like I'll I'll put it at home like I'll I'll put it on at home like yeah. on my ankles and stuff and Katie will be like, did you fucking rub that on yourself? And I go, well maybe. And she's like, yeah, I can smell it. And just I just don't touch your private parts. We don't, we're not getting into that right now. <laughs> don't don't lather it on and then take a piss with the hand that you uh that you uh put it on with. Let's just say if it burns the skin, it burns. It burns. The skin. It does flare it up. Some guys and some guys I bet probably some like people it. Probably like that. Yeah. Just because it looks bigger. <laughs> Just saying. It, it, Fair some people have that, you know. And maybe it'll last longer, numb the area a little bit. Ooh. Yeah, but you know, no, if that, that, dude, that would that transfer burn. that shit. Like, <laughs> Do not transfer you, that some, <laughs> somebody be, and The thing is, then you're not going to hear the end of it. And you're going to be like, you're gonna be like, what the fuck? Why am I feeling this inside of me? And then you're like, I'm sorry, babe. I don't know what I did. Oh, shit. Thermoplex. Hot and cold for his and her. Oh, my God. Instead of fucking lube, you grab their hey, I'm just Hey, I'm just saying this right now. Now, if they start making oh, lube, boy. I'm going to say this right now. We better damn well get a goddamn, uh, like a, uh, what the fuck is it called? God damn it. Uh, a fee for talking about it or whatever oh, the fuck. Thermoflex, please sponsor the podcast. Yeah, please. Come on now. We need we, we could use that. We're, we're promoting you right yeah. now. Um, I guess it's lube. In by no way means shape or form are we recommending you use products meant for barnyard animals. On your Disclaimer. private parts. <laughs> On your private parts. On your body in general. We are not. Uh, if you do, it may be beneficial, but we here at Legion Lifestyle will not and cannot recommend you do that. Yeah, remember, we're yeah, not sorry. doctors. <laughs> we're not doctors. We're not doctors or professionals. <laughs> not even a little. I feel like it was important for me to throw that in there. Yeah, probably. Because you know there's going to be one idiot like, all right, go. And then they're going to fuck themselves up because they're going to put up their ass or something. We don't need – dude, it's like putting a shampoo bottle up there. Who do, who the fuck does that? But there's one, people that do it. One guy, one cup. We don't need to We don't need to talk about that. Shout out certain high school. <laughs> where in our area. Oh, God. Oh. oh, God. We won't tell that story or name the name. No, nope, we're not doing that. We ain't, we're, we're not – Gonna climb down that rabbit hole today. Or I'm anytime. curious. Once we turn the mics off, I'm curious. Oh, we'll tell oh, you. We'll tell you. That's, that's oh my. Uh, oh my god. If you guys want to hear that story, let us know, and we'll start like a Patreon or something. We can put that a shit fucking in there. Patreon, so we can <laughs> so we can fucking tell you guys the most embarrassing shit. Honestly, and not gonna lie, that'd be cool. It was cool money. as fuck. And the next thing you know, we go fucking viral for the stories we fucking got. Let's go. Like you want to hear? It's like and the and the thing is the ad for that would be like you want to hear the most fucked up shit. Here you go. <laughs> Bring it right over here. Right over here. Like 
per month. Let's just take a Legion lifestyle only fans. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Hey, I, on that note, I'm not going to lie here. I actually thought about starting OnlyFans. I'm not going to lie to you, but I wouldn't get naked. Yeah, I would no. sell lumberjack photos. I was yo. I had the same. Let's do it. Let's, let's fucking do it, dude. I'm like, shaking, shaking, shaking. yo, we're gonna shake it. We're fucking doing it. We're gonna fucking hey, you guys do want it. to subscribe to our OnlyFans? We're gonna sell lumberjack photos and, and it's give gonna, dad advice. And it's gonna and give dad advice. It's gonna be called the luscious lumberjack. Okay, hear me out. Here, here's the scenario. We're in a forest, right? Yeah. Where camera like slowly pans to the left, and we're sitting there in the background, like heroic pose, axe over the shoulder. We quickly like turn around with hair flip, and we're like, hey, and we walk up. We put a piece of wood up on a log. And we chop it, and then we, we leave the axe on the stump. And then, like, hand on the hip, look away, look back at the camera, dad advice, end of video. See, and the thing is, that would For sell. all the women with daddy issues. <laughs> I mean, that seems like everyone anymore. That For the ex, <laughs> if you tip enough, you might get some nip. Yeah, hey, hey. And then the exact thing what I would say was, does that turn you on? That shouldn't, because that's my side boob. <laughs> <laughs> Then the thing is, hey, we could actually do that and oh, actually um, pull a Family Guy thing and like go. I don't the side boob hour. I don't think you understand how I am down to do this. Like, let, no, dude, I'm down. Like, let's do this shit. Let's make some fucking. Let's make some fucking coin on this shit. But, and like, hey, like, and I'm saying like how we're dressed up for lumberjacks, like cut off flannels. Oh yeah, of course. short shorts. Oh, I'm so and cowboy boots. Suspenders. Yeah. Oh yeah. Goddamn right. Yep. And tall cowboy boots. Oh yeah. Got to have that. You gonna have yep. like cut off and then, booty shorts. It's oh like, no! It's oh, that's like what a we're talking about. Fireman's calendar, except yeah. we're fatter. Exactly. Well, we'll have more muscles in a lot of. That's true. I, I mean, okay, well, not I'll really. Be, I'll be skinny soon, but you know, whatever. You know, we get we get this. Yeah. We're good. I'm I'm in. I'm See, in. and the thing is, is that hey, I ha- I do have cut off like uh, what the fuck is Daisy it? Daisy Dukes. Oh yeah, but they're suspenders, but they're but they're oh. like coveralls. Oh. Yeah, dude. I got. I actually, I don't even know if I have them anymore. I hope. I hope I do. I wore them one year for my birthday. I, do, I only remember like a quarter of the night. That's fair. But I do remember the end of it where I puked outside of Hazard on the dumpster. I missed the dumpster literally entirely and then spit in the dumpster. Oh, uh, that's fine. And then, or uh, uh, I'm sorry about somebody said some, somebody's name, but my roommate at the time was the, was the boss, and uh, his goal that night, he said right out, was to kick me out because I was too intoxicated. <laughs> and so what did he do? As soon as I walked out to do that, he shut the gate and just waved goodbye at me and then took a picture. And it was oh. just me giving him the finger. I'm like, fuck you, bud. I go, give your balls a tuck, tip fucker. And then I'm like, God damn it. All right, going home, went home. Passed the fuck out. Well, I think it's a good story to, to end this episode here on. Uh, Miles. Yeah. Wrap this one up for us. Oh, what what kind of uh, advice do you got for, for everyone? Recap all the advice we've given. Uh, just genuine, from your heart, somebody just gets injured and they're asking for advice. Go through go through your speech form. Pretty much the only thing I'm going to say right now for if you ever have an injury or if you ever had an injury or you've or experienced an injury. like If you have had or have there or you go. have. There we go. Thank you for – because I can't talk. Words are hard. Words are hard sometimes. But pretty much keep your head, keep your head held high, and keep just keep keep trying to move forward. Like you can get better from it, and keep your mindset strong and keep your mindset going forward. It's going to help you out <laughs> in the long run, especially like that. Let this hardship is going to transfer over to other hardships that you're having. That mindset will transfer over to that, so then you can get pretty much through anything. Just keep moving forward. Don't look behind you. The past is back there for a reason. Don't need to look. Don't need to worry about it. 
So keep it moving and try to be the best version of yourself and stay safe out there and don't pull a miles on lifting, you know. <laughs> don't try don't try to go too hard too fast or you're gonna get burned. Sounds pretty good to me. Megan, you got anything? Um, no, I think he summed that up beautifully. I think he did too. Yeah. Gonna, oh my god, I'm that was cry. beautiful. <laughs> I am crying. Miles, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Instagram uh, at the Raging Porterhouse. Spell it. So at the at sign, T H E underscore R A G I N G underscore Porterhouse. If you can't spell Porterhouse, then I don't know what's wrong with you. Well, it's a good thing I had you spell that out because you did not say the underscores. Oh, you got a good point there. Yeah. My fault. Should have should have known that. My fault. You're right. All right, guys. Thanks for checking out this episode of Legion Lifestyle. If you haven't already, give us a follow on whatever streaming platform you are listening to us on and give a five-star rating. That's really going to help us get out to as many people as we possibly can. And if you want your questions featured on the next episode, leave a comment down in the Q&A section or hit us up on our social medias, the Legion Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook, the Legion Lifestyle on Instagram, my personal Instagram, I'm Dean, and so can you. And Snapchat, L-G-N-L-Y-F Dean. Hit us up on any of those platforms and let us know what you want to hear on the next episode, any guests you'd like to hear, or any topics, personal questions you have for the cast host, or let us know what, uh, what, or what guests you want to hear on again, or any questions you have for them. Get out there. Get some training in. Miles, what do you want to say? Just saying, you really just give your Snapchat out right now. You're just trying to like say, "Hey, you want to see what I look like?" Here you go. I'll give you that. It's almost like hey, not your phone number, you know. If you want my phone number, subscribe to our only. <laughs> <laughs> just send a DM. Slip into the DM. You can get Dean's phone number. It'll. Hey, just, for enough money, I'll do just about anything. Twenty dollars, just twenty dollars. Right, just saying. Right. Get out there. Get some training and be the best version of yourself that you can be. Be better today than you were yesterday every single day. If you get injured, just don't do it in the first place and you won't be injured. You guys got anything else? No, that's it. That was eloquent. Peace out, y'all. <laughs> just don't be injured. Yeah, I'm sitting there and I was like, what the fuck do I say <laughs> to that? Just do don't it. do it. <laughs>